you guys, my good Hi. friends. Welcome back, everybody. You Another good? episode of the Chico, yes. Another week, hey. another dollar, hump day. Yeah, hump day. Woo! You guys What's excited up? for the week ahead? Yeah, always. I am, yeah. This is like technically our th- our Thursday, because tomorrow, Thursday, is, is, is like really Fridays for the industry. And it's really... Not for me. Really? Yeah. Today's yeah. your Friday? No, today's my Wednesday. Yeah, today's your hump day. Well, I mean, as far as that, when yeah. it comes to servicing music, because we really like can't... Monday sometimes. <laughs> unless you're, your future is somebody, you're not getting shit accomplished on Friday or Monday. Correct. I get a lot done on Fridays and Mondays. Well, as far as releasing music and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I love to hear it. Okay. We'll yeah, no, I, I definitely love it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... You know, because that Friday is the typical release day. It is. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not an independent... Or if you're an independent artist, there doesn't really have shit going on. Fridays and Mondays makes it very difficult for you to move the needle because mm. of the stuff that you're up against. Yeah. So you're up and against most machines. mix show DJs, most yeah. mix show DJs start their club run. Their weekend is Thursday. Mm-hmm. So their first official day of the weekend is Thursday. Yeah. A lot of mix shows are turned in Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. Yeah. So I, that's why I say Wednesday is kind of like our official Thursday, Friday going into the weekend for, for us of us to service music. I think my life's a little more corporate than yours. A lot more. Yeah, yeah. me and Kingpin yeah. outside. Yeah, I'm not outside. I'm inside, so though. It's, I, have, it's I don't come outside no more. Conference calls, meetings. Well, I guess I'm outside, yeah. then. Yeah. Unless they cut a check. I mean, I'm running the streets and all that, but as far as, like, hanging out and fraternizing, socializing, not with you motherfuckers. Not no more. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Damn, I'm not supposed to cuss. Not with you, mother. Mm. That's right. a dollar in the swear jar. We're trying to clean it up, folks, so I apologize. We're trying to keep it. We've got to keep it oh. civil. We got it. We can say That's an F. We got to throw oh, French toast or well, freaking The things I'm about to talk about, you finna cuss. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then we got to get the uh, the censorship in there. Can we get like somebody on the team that can censor these videos? They can blooper them? Yeah. yeah. Bleep. All right, yeah. cool. Let's do it. What we got? Great artist to work with versus a bad artist to work with. Ooh, I need examples. You don't have to say names if, if you don't want to. Yeah. But what's an example of a great artist to work with and what's an example of a... Can Bad I artist yes, to work please. With. Okay, so a great artist is one that has awesome work ethic, like someone who wakes up before me and goes to sleep after me, and they do like all the work. They they really want to win. A bad artist to work with is one that I have to drag across the finish line. And I'm at an age now where I don't want to do that anymore. Like I've really learned to pass on clients that I don't think have the work ethic. I've had clients that I've fired and given their money back because I just don't feel like they have that that drive. And I don't you can't drag somebody across the finish line. I done I've done it. It's it's not it's not healthy. It's not good. It doesn't benefit anybody. Mm. Um hmm. good artist to work it? with somebody that's coachable. I think yeah. You know, work ethic is something Coachable I and could, talented, though, right? Yes, coachable. Yeah. Here, that leads me to, okay, yeah. I could teach you to fight, but to be a champion, you have to be born a fighter. Mm. Okay? I love so, that. So, yeah, I, I, can, I can help you establish your work ethic if you're willing to meet or, or surpass my effort. I've said it once and I've said it a thousand times. The people around you are only going to go half as hard as you do. So when you're having to switch from pushing an artist to now delegating and having to shift your efforts, which should be on, you know, taking it to the next level, on making sure that, you know, did you brush your teeth? Are you awake? Do you have a bed call? You know, why aren't you here? Why haven't you done my drops? You know, you released six records. You don't know that I need the lyrics by now. Like, if you don't know all of those things along the process, you'll start to to to, to really determine if they're workable or not, if for, for lack of a better term. But I, me, coachable. And somebody, an example of a bad artist, a diva. Most of these people, I don't want any artist that have, in their mind, attempted to successfully release a record. 
because they're not paying me to provide a service. They're paying me to agree with them. Oh, yeah, you're doing it the right way. That's most that's most clients right yeah. there. Yeah. That's most that's, artists right yeah. there. I could agree they, with that. They hire because they want to be told what they're doing is right. And if it were right, they'd be winning. Right. And they wouldn't need to hire any of us. So, Correct. And no entitlement and yes to wanting to learn. Okay. And, and understanding the process. I had a client where we were going to go out on promo tour. He had a, a song at radio. We were going to go at, on promo tour just to the radio stations. And he called me the night before and said, yeah, I'm not going. It's like, what do you mean? Like, it's already set up. It, what, it's the first time I've ever screamed at an artist. Yeah. And then fired him the next day because like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? You know, it, Ooh, there's in curse. this business, you never really want to. That's why it's so hard for somebody to reach out on your behalf because you're, you're either window shopping or you're just not ready at the moment. You got to talk to your big homie when you get the number. Right. That's why some people just won't make the phone call for you because you're not your record isn't ready to go to the next level. And if I'm introducing it to certain people or if I'm placing it in certain it's places, your reputation. It's, it has to be able to grow. And if it doesn't, yes. if it doesn't go any further than what I took it, then that's my bad because I know better. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think a lot of time, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, uh, records that don't flourish, if you will, are because an artist is not talent is you got to have talent to sell records. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't necessarily like everybody that may be talented. That's not my job is to, I don't judge music on how it sounds. I listen to music and judge how I can get it to the world. That's my number one goal because I personally may not like Lil Yachty's music, but what the fuck do I know? Because he dropped and he streamed and he still, so he has fans. Correct. I may have not have listened to the, to the Koi, what's her name? Koi Ray. Shout out to her. I may have not listened to her project with, 17 songs and 11 features. But it's not my cup of tea. Somebody else did 11,000 people did out the gate. So, you know, there's there's something for everybody. What I listen to music on and when I work with an artist, I want to know if they're willing to do the work that it takes to get their music to the next level because the music they create today is going to change in five years. It's going to yeah. change in yes. three years. It's going to change in three records. Yeah. The yes. more they see, the more they do, the more they experience, the more, experience. Yeah. The more producers they work with in different environments, their gonna music grow. is going to change. Sure. You'll know a star when you see one. You'll mm-hmm. know a, a hit when you hear it. Yeah, correct. But you have to be able to, to get with those people in the trenches, and that's why I love what I do on the foundation side. I'd like to add to that because it's really not a hit until the fans say it's a hit. Amen. Like, we can feel that it has potential, but until the fans react and drive the streams up, it's not a hit. Amen. I always it's think the fans opinion. are a good gauge of, you know, where artists can go. Yes. Potentially. Yes. Uh, I mean, That's why we test everything. Yeah, the, the fans ultimately, you, you can't force a fan to listen to your record. No. And you can't force them to like you. No. Yeah. Because they're going to come find you. you. Get. Yes. And once they find you, they're going to stick right with you. And yes. Relatability. They like you. Relatability yes. plays a lot into it. Connections. Here's Coil Ray, right? You want to talk about that one for a second? Come on. 11,000 Benzino, I wake up this morning and I see that Benzino makes a tweet that says, y'all not ready for an album with me and my daughter, at which point I almost fell and slipped and bust my head in the tub. I don't want an album. He's got 80 followers on Amazon. Nobody wants an album. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at it and then you say, okay, well, maybe it's just a, and then you go look at her profiles and half of her profiles are invalid. None of them, they're either dormant, not claimed or not active. And that hurts 
Because when you have as many features on a project that she did, you would have expected it to be released and loaded in a manner where it would show up or reflect and push to all of those audiences. Agreed. And that was and probably the point. If she has that. access to those profiles, she could see who's listening, which one of those songs are reacting. So when somebody gets on there and tries to clown her about those 10,000 streams, she's able to combat with the facts instead of getting in their emotions. Right. And because artists don't want to do that, they want the sizzle. They want the success before they want to put in the work. Let me ask you a question. Where do you think there was a lack in to accomplish what she accomplished? For example, I don't think that's a successful release. I think it was too soon to release. I think it was way too soon. I think seventeen songs with eleven I are think features. Maybe an EP ridiculous. Or, or just keep releasing singles. I think the hype. Was, I don't understand uh, the album thing. I, I I didn't agree with the hype either. The song "Blick Blick" with uh, Nicki Minaj was dope. I think she should have rode that a little longer. Um, I Who's think, she signed to? Do we know? Damn. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I was looking on Apple, and, you know, they got a whole bunch of the videos on there, and she has a whole bunch of features. And, you know, t to the naked eye or to the fan, it may be something they want to consume. But when you're talking about to the industry people, that, and this is where they say the politics and all the extra bullshit comes into play at, you could look at it and see that it's not right. Just at a glance. Yeah, look at it, yeah. You could look at it at a glance and know that it's not right and understanding... I think she had a song on there with just Nikki and 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 Fabio mm. is an enough digital exposure. Facts. That if had it been loaded and serviced the right way, just might have possibly been just got slipped into the algorithm. If Do you, you guys think it's still savable? For example, if since she released this collection of music, is it still savable? Can she yeah. come back with another eleven and then another eleven if they if they Here's the thing. Strap up and work it correctly. I don't correctly. think they need to, though. Yeah. Let me let you I, I don't think I, I don't think anybody is going to go through and look for them 27 songs. So if the label is right and they have a, a concept of it, they're going to take the singles off of those songs and they're going to ride those singles into the sunset because they're going to have to reintroduce those records. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. I would work it as songs, not... I would just use the album as it's there. content. It's there. It's, it's there. something to talk about. Okay, now it's out. It's done. Okay, here's her music. And I would put budgets behind the ones that are doing well. I agree She's with that. She's got a great social media following. Exactly. So I Amazing. think they mistakenly thought that her social media following would drive this, but it never does. Yeah. I would like to know who they are. Because whoever they are didn't bother to look at the DSPs and see that she doesn't even have her fucking profiles claimed. So how can right. they put together a successful right. plan? Right. It all starts at the foundation. That's another dollar in the swear jar. That It all starts at the foundation. And if you're not prepared to reap the benefits of a release or of a marketing effort or of an ad campaign, then why would you in, why would you waste those resources? Right. You only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. Okay. Um, I get this question all the time, and I want my expert friends. Why are you so to, cute? Uh, no, I don't get that question. Damn. But Wendy's <laughs> <that'd be> so <laughs> crazy. Anyway, um, Wendy Doll. What's the process Wendy for Doll. artists, <laughs> Wendy Doll, to start getting paid shows? I know that's a cliche question. But I get it all the time. What's the process for artists to get start getting paid shows? When do they start getting paid shows? How do they start getting paid shows? When do they start getting paid to be who they are? They start getting paid when there's a demand for their music. So when the fans want to see them live and start and they start bubbling and buzzing, some young promoter is gonna see and hear that and start calling to book the artist for a show because they're gonna realize they can make money. That's really when an artist starts getting in a nutshell. Paid. You know, touring is touring and and market visits and paid performances 
are a rung on the ladder to success. It, it doesn't happen at the beginning. When you start performing at showcases and things of that nature, you're paying to, to practice. If you're not paying to rehearse at a rehearsal studio, then take that 25 right. and 50 and go down to the local watering hole, shoot them that, get your show set, go up there and figure Own out how to skills. perform it. And own your skills because this has to be a craft. Yeah. There's no timeline to yeah. say when an artist can start getting paid. Start creating content and build a value for yourself. And like here's that. where build it all value. comes back to the beginning. If you know where your music is being streamed in, if you know where your content is being engaged with, that's your lead. Yeah. You now know. Go to Uncle Google. UncleGoogle.com. Go to bands in town and search cities. Search venues. Figure out which venues have 50 to 100 person capacity. You got you 100 listeners in Savannah. Find you a, a, a venue in Savannah that you could rent out and do you 100 listeners in there. Book yourself. It's a lot. It's just it's dressed in overalls and it requires work. You understand what I'm saying to you? And that's why most of these guys want to know those shortcut answers. Nobody wants to know what do I need to do? to start getting paid. No, it's how do I start getting paid? <laughs> right. You Facts. need to outwork the Everybody. other 99,000 records that are going to drop today. And when you wake up tomorrow, you need to outwork the other 100,099 records that dropped in 48 hours. And when you wake up on fucking Saturday, it's 200. And, you understand what I'm saying to you? Facts, yeah. facts, facts. So that's what you have to yeah. do to start getting paid. There's no If it takes you 1,000 months, 1,000 days to do that, then it's going to take you 1,000 days to get paid. Okay. Great answer, guys. Great answer. Man. Um, uh, swear jar. Um, swear jar. We're going to put a little tally up here. We're going to have to donate that money to something Absolutely. so that I could just cuss Wait, am, free. Am I in this? Everybody's in the swear jar because oh, YouTube damn. is going to frown at us every time we let go of an F-bomb oh, or something. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right. Um, artists tend to have questions about their managers, and then we have managers that watch our podcast and ask questions, and I know a lot of managers. I know we all know a lot of managers. How many different type of managers are there for an artist. Shit. A personal Managers. assistant is not a manager, so we'll start there. Right. Okay, we know what a manager is not. A manager is not your investor. Right. A manager is not your personal assistant. Right. A manager is not your chauffeur. Ooh, a right. manager is not your physical trainer. Ooh. A manager is not your chef. Yes. They're not your booking They're agent. They're not your booking They're agent. They're not your alarm clock. They're not your alarm They're clock. Not your daddy. They're not your publishing admin. They're not They're your, not your label admin. They're not, not your, your pimp. pimp. They're not They're none of those things. A manager is someone that can manage what you have going on. So until Ooh, like you are in a that. position to where you can manage what you have going on, you don't need a manager Correct. because you're manage going yourself. to have to give a manager 20% of nothing. And he's going or she is going to have to put in a ton of work. And the problem with these independent managers and same thing as established managers, they don't know where to start. Right. They think it starts with relationships and, oh, let me go to this city and go visit you know, so-and-so, uh, uh, or let me go to this city and visit so-and-so, and let me go spread this little $1,500 around to this circle here, and then once I get two or three tweets, I'm starting to say I can manage somebody, and that's not what it takes. I no. know artists right now, I have artists right now this date that I personally know that have 40-plus Spotify profiles and have a manager. We're really lacking in good management in black music, and we have, like, my whole career. It's it's one of those areas where it's just not as attractive, I think, as owning a label or doing other behind-the-scenes jobs. And a lot of artists just appoint their boy or their cousin or whoever's in their crew that, you know, is a good mouthpiece to be the manager. And that doesn't help because a bad manager can really harm your career. Amen. 
I think a business manager would be somebody that you would have to have. You want to have a road manager, somebody that if you're starting to do market visits. What's a business knows, manager? Um, well, I mean, the, the, the short version, right, the yeah, accountant, right, the, yeah. the guy who handles the money, the, the, right. you know, that does that. Because right. at the end of the day, you want to make sure that that is handled first. And you want to make what's sure a road you have somebody you can trust too, though. Exactly. Handling Correct. Uh, a road exactly. manager is the guy that's going to manage your road and touring experience. So okay. not the guy that's going to lay out your tour, even though it could be. But Correct. the road manager is the person that is making sure the rooms are booked in, that has the transportation, that Collects is overseeing the, the, the back end and the front end money in some cases. Yeah. Um, right. So all of those different things, uh, uh, you know, a, a book and a book. I don't want to say a booking manager. We'll call it a booking agent. A touring manager is different than a road manager. The touring manager would be the one who sets up the tours so that the Routes road manager it. can take the artist on the right. road. On the road, right? If you know, if you're in the, if you're in the realm of making money already, then you may want to have some type of merchandising, uh, uh, or, or maybe a label admin of some sort, but some type of merchandising manager, if you will, to oversee your website, your webmastering to upload and, and schedule the releases of all of your new merchandise to coincide with the releases of your records. Uh, you don't drop a t-shirt willy-nilly. You drop a t-shirt because it's a piece of content that you use to push the record. Correct. So, you know, what manager do you need to start off with? You need to manage your own shit so that when somebody contacts you to help take you to the next level, you have all of the answers like, yes, you have identification. Yes, you have access to your email. Yes, you right. have a phone number. Yes, you have... A P.O. box and or, you know all the different things that you'll need to protect yourself. So I think that's first. And then, you and then once you get to the point where you do need a manager, you need somebody that does have experience and connections, and that person is like the the they're driving your ship. Like they have to have the same vision that you have as an artist of your career, or you're going to be going in, in separate directions. And then that manager is the one that hires all the other people. They hire the lawyer, they hire the accountant, they hire the content creation team, they hire the social media manager. They're making sure that your goals are being achieved and they have to be likable enough so that they're not pushing people away at every turn. And most of the managers out here aren't people that are experienced enough to really take your career to the next level. Or if I think they are, also, they fuck somebody in the process, not a dollar for the square jar. Right. You know, they've, they've done some, 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 some fuck shit. Yeah. They've done some real lame shit. And now when they have to reach out to these platforms for you, that memory is still there. Right. And it doesn't go away. Right. I think also one of the things a new artist can do when you're bringing on management, put something in the contract that is achievable, but also gives you an out. And what I mean by that is if you have in your contract that, okay, you're going to be my manager, but I have to make X amount of dollars a year. Let's say it's 150,000 a year or 300,000 a year or whatever you feel is attainable. Put that in there. That way, if that manager doesn't get you to that level in the first year, you can decide whether to keep them or not. It doesn't mean if they don't achieve it, you fire them, but it gives you an out so that if you hire somebody contractually to be your manager and then they never pick up the phone and call you ever again, you've got an out. You're not stuck in a contract for three to five years. Agreed. Right. And, we and, and you know, then again, on the flip side of that, management. that might not be somebody that's a manager to them. That might be somebody that they enlisted for a service and thought that that person was right. managing what they had going Correct. on. So Correct. maybe maybe a little bit of research more on what it is that you need. 
before investing and titling somebody. Absolutely. And research everything. And don't just go by what we're saying. Like, we're talking from our experience. But go and research. There's a million people out there giving advice. Like, go do the research for yourself and make sure that what we're saying is accurate. You know, be... Be in control of your own career. Be in control of your own knowledge. That's what this is. That's what this is. This is this is an opportunity to get the information yes. that you need, you know, so that you yes. guys can, re- you know, release your music properly. So yeah, I like when artists yes. at least try to make sure they educate themselves because sometimes they just say, "Okay, here, I just need you to do that," and then do they that turn their me. head and then they just don't even yes. pay attention to what's going on. Yes, those are usually the the CEO slash artists. You know, the conflict of interest. You know, those are the guys that are torn between wanting to go to a market and knowing that they don't have the money to. But because they're the CEO and the label and the artist and everybody else, they think that paying somebody to do those things for them is going to reap you, the benefit. You can't do everything well. I realize when you don't have a budget, you kind of have to do everything yourself. But you can't do everything well. Right. You cannot do everything well. In fact, it's, it's And that's when you impossible. get a couple of no's, especially if you come my way, because that sounds unorganized to me. Yeah. It looks janky. Yeah. Foundation, infrastructure is everything. If, yes. if, if, if the foundation isn't strong, then nothing we build on it will stand the test of time. It'll all always collapse onto itself. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to build monuments to greatness here. We're not trying to, you yeah. know what I mean? Just throw up no little rankety ass. Yeah, we're not trying to play music business. We're trying we're, to Yeah, we're not dressing up and playing music business. Right. Tax. Yeah. Right. Well, well, some people are. Yeah. Chico. How long was that? Was that 30 minutes? No. What was no, that? Uh, Oh, nice. I love it. Cool.